This is a very special bonus episode of Sounds Like Adventure, an actual play podcast all about fun roleplay, short runtimes, and great sound design. I'm your host and DM, Jack Trainer, and today, let's find out who won the giveaway. So doing things a little bit differently, got a Sunday episode for you because if you've been listening up until now, you know we've been doing an amazing giveaway right here at Sounds Like Adventure. We're giving away nearly $350 worth of awesome D&D stuff and then we expanded it. We included three runners-up who got to pick from my personal collection of D&D goodies, my DM's treasure trove. And last week when episode six came out, we wrapped up the end of the competition, we've been deliberating, and we have finally decided who is taking home the prizes. So we've got them on the line right now. So today, we're going to chat to them all. We'll find out a little bit about them, how they got into D&D, and of course, what they've actually picked. And if you weren't one of the winners this time, don't despair. There's going to be more giveaways in the future, but I want you to stick around to the end of the episode, because I have a little something specifically for the folks who entered but weren't lucky enough to take home one of the prizes. So hang around for that. But in the meantime, let's get into our first chat. So his name is Barber Farletti on Instagram. This is Derek Farletti. He's a barber and he has a couple of little interesting things going on in his world, specifically around the place that he cuts hair and that game of Dungeons and Dragons. Derek, congratulations on winning a prize. <laughs> this is exciting. Like, cause like I'm, barely win anything so I'm kind of like oh and you got to be in it to win it so why not you saw all the memes telling us uh telling you that yeah I didn't want to be the clan memes <laughs> um so on Instagram you're Barber Farletti tell us a bit about yourself yeah so um, I've been a barber since about the start of COVID is when I started training I'm in a different situation now actually because I work at my sister-in-law's hair salon so hair parlor so i'm actually doing my hairdressing apprenticeship now as well so i'm going to be a barber hairdresser oh wow so um then D, &D, how'd you how'd you get into it you've been playing for quite a while you know me and my brother used to just go to the hobby shop play all different kinds of card games like magic pokemon and everything and then we had a friend there who talked about D. &D, and we're kind of like what's this we're like well what is this magical thing you you speak of with pen paper and dice and then he showed us and yeah we've been hooked ever since like my first session was a strange one because I went your typical human fighter, nice and easy. My brother went the dwarf fighter and I think it was mostly like second and my third combat. We were next to each other. He rolled a critical failure, missed. DM's kind of like, oh, roll to see if you hit your brother. Of course, he gets a crit. Max damage, cleans me in half. So that's my... First intro session into D&D, I get cleaved in half by my own brother, accidentally. So, uh, like, dead? You, your character died? Like Then dead. That <laughs> was just... Brutal. Wow. <laughs> and um, then since then, how have things gone since then? Are you still playing with that same guy? Do you have your own campaigns? Have you DM'd? Like, well, how's it been? Funnily enough, when I first moved to Brisbane, because I moved in, because uh, I met my wife, my, my now wife, I should say, her best friend, her husband played D&D. So we got to talking at my wife's 30th and he's kind of like, we got talking about D&D. He's like, oh, do you want to play in the campaign? I'm like, uh, yeah, this is amazing. I just moved to Brisbane, find the campaign straight away. And then I've been playing with that group ever since. Do you reckon you'd ever go back? Would you try and DM another campaign at some stage? I actually have for fifth edition. Oh yeah? How'd it go? Well, we had uh, we had session zero where everyone made their session, our characters and we had 
We only have one session so far. So it's actually with my work colleagues at my sister in law Sal, and funnily enough, like every time we mention D&D at work, there's always one client in someone's chair who's kind of like, oh, I love D&D, or oh, I really want to play it, but I never have. So it's kind of spread of different ideas where I'm potentially going to start like a like a monthly thing where I do one shots and people who've never wanted to play D&D but always have find it hard to make friends or have groups or something, come in for like a two-hour session, have a one-shot. Well, you do like hairdressing-themed campaigns, like you have to go and find some uh, 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 magical clippers or something like that. It wasn't going to be, but it is now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Love it. Um, okay. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. The reason you you jumped on the call today is so we can choose what item that you're going to take home. So I've sent you the list over of like my special uh, trove of DM goodies. What have you chosen? Uh, what do you want to take home? I'm going to choose Zenithar's Guide to Everything. That's it. This one right here. Here it is. Yeah. So shiny and pretty. So uh, Zanathar's Guide and uh, Tasha's Cauldron are sort of like these, they're like almost like the, 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 they level up the player's handbook in some ways, basically. And they just give you a bunch more options for everything. There's new subclass uh, options um, and new backgrounds, new spells. There's just so much cool stuff in these books specifically. You've made a great choice there. So congratulations. Um, we're going to get that out to you. Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening to Sounds Like Adventure and entering the giveaway and posting such a really amazing and lovely, uh, review. Always working from the heart, true words. Like I found the podcast just happened, like scrolling through the Instagram, like reels and everything. There was like, you saying, Hey, stop. Do you like D&D? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And, I'm kind <laughs> of like, and then I just listened to the first episode because I'm kind of like, this is the best. This is literally like so much fun. So thank you guys for making it. Like <laughs> Thank you for listening. That's super awesome. Um, and yeah, once again, thanks for entering and have a good one. Well, awesome. Thanks. See you. Bye. Let's keep the train going and go straight to our next runner-up. So on Instagram, his name is Socio Cerebral. Dr. Paul Mason, he hosts his own YouTube show. It's all about normality. And he quite often weaves a little bit of D&D magic in there as well. Um, and he just left an awesome review. He got his kids involved. Oh, it was just, it, it, it moved us and he's joining us right now. G'day, Paul. You're our second runner-up. How you going? I'm only the second runner-up? I'm, I'm a little bit hurt here. I thought I was the first. You're just the second one to appear on the show is what I mean. Every, all the runner-ups found out at the same time. You're all equal in our hearts and in our minds. <laughs> How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me on your show. Thanks for joining us. So... Um, Let's just, I, I always like to know, I'm, I'm fascinated by like tabletop and all this kind of stuff because everyone has their own sort of unique path into this this world. So how did you find your way into the world of, of D&D? So I, uh, I found my way into D&D quite late in the piece and which is quite surprising because I'm a bit of a geek and uh, hung around nerds all my life. And so I guess the question is, how did I avoid being part of D&D for so long? COVID opened up some opportunities to do it on online, which meant that friends of mine who were very far away, I'm able to connect with and, and join on, online. And I, I had my my first live session as a, as a player um, in, in person with a friend I made through the board game community. And uh, tell us about your, your first character. Okay, so my first character is a Viking on my online campaign uh, run by um, a, a colleague and friend of mine. 
um, who is taping us through all sorts of uh, really horrible disasters. I actually died, but luckily there was some goblin necromancer that um, the other characters banded together uh, to um, to uh, resurrect. So my character's name is Front, and uh, he's uh, just a paladin. Um, I don't think he's yet to swear an oath. So does that mean you are still you're still playing your first ever character at at, at the moment? Yeah, it's been it's a pretty long campaign. We meet fortnightly, um, just on Zoom for three hours. Uh, it's very strict. We 10 p.m. wherever we are at. Um, the DM tries to get us to a point where it makes sense for us to leave off. Um, and this group that I've joined in, so that they've been running for a while. They run another campaign every other fortnight. They're really slick. They take notes. They've written a whole book from one of their first campaigns. Well, not published, but I'm really fortunate to join such a, a serious crew in the sense that they're very understanding when I don't understand something. They explain it really well. Uh, I'm, if I'm confused, it's only because I haven't asked the question yet. And you're kind of a renaissance person you do quite a quite a lot of things yourself and one thing that you uh explore pretty heavily is like the concept of normality so like i want to just throw out to you like what is normal but i don't want i don't want to do that to you right now because i feel like that's your whole show <laughs> that's what i do to everyone so tell us what top line quick description what's the show how can people check it out oh okay so i run a a, a a series on youtube called idioms of normality where i ask people the question what is normal and uh, that's a word I've seen come up in in your uh, podcast a few times, and I've I've snapshotted it because I like the way in which normal in in D and D is this completely bizarre magical world, and yet everyone who's playing it just accepts the normality of that game. And I guess I'm really intrigued about how normality has become a background for so many different settings, whether it's fictional or non-fiction. And the fascinating thing about this is how quickly that concept has. Uh, has really colonized our thinking because it's a concept that's only 180, 190 years old. So it's fascinating to see how quickly we have made normality the rubric that we think with, even though that wasn't always the case for Indigenous peoples all over the world. So the reason we're here is to select your prize. So I've given you the list of the different books from uh, Jack's DM, Treasure Trove of Goodies. I feel like I'm stealing from your shelf. <laughs> I have too many. It's they need to be, they need to be spread around. Um, what what have you chosen? I I conferred with my associates who are six and eight years old, <laughs> and they requested Candle Keep Mysteries. Here it is. Oh, that's the one. That's the one. Ooh la la. Yes, this is a, this is a great book. And uh, if your kids have requested this, you're going to have to flex your DM skills because this is all little short DM scenarios. Um, this is like, I think this is really like a perfect book for kids to get a little brief exposures into D&D because they're all self-contained sessions. I think it's 12 different self-contained adventures, essentially. And the maps in them are all like black and white featureless, so you can transpose them across into any other piece. And um, one of my favorite things about this book is that each campaign is written by a different creator. So every story has their own flavor. So amazing choice. Did you steer them in that direction or did they just pick that themselves? I, I did suggest from the list a, a couple of different ones, but left it open. Uh, 
no kidding, uh, my son who's in kindergarten presented on a Tiamat. Amazing. In, in his class for show and tell, what they call now new. And so I thought he was going to choose the dragon one that you, that uh, they even were trying to make financial decisions. So like, oh, which one's more expensive? <laughs> let's, let's not go there. <laughs> but in 2024, we're releasing a, a board game that I've made with my kids. And so I'll happily, happily send you a version of that. Okay, well, we'll have to get you back to tell us more about that because um, that sounds extremely cool. Um, but Paul, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Jack. And thanks, Chida and, and Jacob as well. One more runner-up before we get to the grand prize winner. His name's X-Ray Imagery on Instagram and he has a classic story regarding the lost minds of Fandelva. It's Alex McKenzie. Alex, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I always like to start these chats out by knowing how you began your D&D journey. So what's your origin story? So I can't remember the exact year, but me and a group of mates were out in Sydney and I had this one mate who was really into like all board games and everything like that. And we stumbled across a board game store and he was like, let's go in here and have a look. And as we were looking around, I picked up the... Um, D&D starter guide that has the Minds of Fandelva in it. And I went, oh, I've heard D&D is pretty cool. Should we try it out? And so I bought the starter box set and organized to attempt to DM the first session that we... First ever game, you DMed. First ever game. Yep. Out of the gate. Me and you. We're, we're the two only people in the world who did this, it turns out, because I've done the exact same thing. I had the starter set. I ran Lost Minds of Fandelva. Chai and Jacob were there and some other guys. Um, wow. You're the, literally the first person I've ever spoken to. How did you, how did you find it? Because me, it was full on. It was. It was. It was really full on. I, um, there was one point, I think it was the bugbear in the goblin hideout. Clog. My mates, yeah, my mates were like coming in and one of them was playing the ranger and he took a shot and failed. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. And so it was hectic. And we never ended up actually finishing the campaign, but we gave it a shot and that kind of was like our start to everything. And then we didn't play it for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, sure. How far in did you make it to the the Fandelva story? Do you remember? We did that one session. So we made it through the Goblin's Cave and that was it. <laughs> it happens to so many people. That that first like Goblin stretch of Fandelva is just like brutal. Like if if the DM is not fudging rolls, like the party is going to die in that in that thing. I don't understand what the move was there. But then and then I don't know if you've have you read the rest of the Fandelva adventure or anything like I that? I haven't actually finished it. I did attempt again a couple of years ago to actually try and run it with a different party. And we did the same thing. I really enjoyed the first session. We got up to the cave, we got through the cave, and then we never came back to it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is it is one of the better like campaigns, despite it being in the the starter pack and it being shorter. Um, like it's great. There's so much great stuff in it. There's a dragon, there's like all kinds of intrigue, and there's lots of latitude to to make it fun. We made it all the way up to uh, the dragon for us, the the fight with the dragon, the one that's on the cover of the book. Um, and then following that, it was like, okay, these guys killed a dragon. As I kind of had enough and I kind of want to tell my own story. We, we, we sunsetted it at last. Um, and then from there, where did you go from there? Have you other games? Yeah, yeah. So we've actually just finished um, our first major campaign 
earlier this year. So it was about halfway through this year. We've been playing for, I think it was about five or six years. Wow. Yeah. So all the way to level 20, um, I ended up, I had two characters. Um, another mate of mine had three. Wow. We've had people leave the campaign. We've had new people come in partway. Um, and yeah, we put it all together. We were like, we've had, I think it was total 20 characters, um, nine players and yeah, like a stretch of five to six years. But Hey, let's talk giveaway. Um, so you, one of our runner ups, so you've gone into Jack's DM treasure trove. You picked your favorite thing. What have you chosen? I've decided to go with the DM's handbook. Here it is. The dungeon master's guide. Why have you chosen this one? So I personally, I don't have any physical copies other than the Minds of Fandelwa. So I was like... Whoa, since all that time ago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So like I have been a player the entire time that I've been really playing other than those couple of experiences with the Minds of Fandelwa. And so I was like, you know what? It's time that I actually give this a go. And I've started to attempt to write my own story. And so I was like, now that I've got this opportunity, let's go for the DM's handbook and we'll go from there. Great book. Um, obviously, it does what it says on the tin. This is the one that if you're if you're planning on t- DMing, this is the one that you should get. Like it just has so much like miscellaneous information that is just like, gosh, oh yeah, I, I guess I need to know about random encounters that might happen at sea or magic items from A to Z or potions of healing. Like it's just like everything is just everything you could possibly want. And I must admit to you, it is one of my great shames that I haven't actually read a ton of this. <laughs> if I'm being very <laughs> honest with you, I've kind of just made it up as I went along. How many people can actually say that they've read it from cover to cover, but... I don't think I've read a single D&D book from cover to cover. Any <laughs> of right. It bounces off me every time I try. Well, thank you so much. Uh, congratulations again. Um, and I uh, expect to see uh, this very cool DM's guide coming to you very soon. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. And last of all, the grand prize winner. Remember to stick around to the end of this to find out what you are going to get if you entered but you weren't selected as one of our winners or our runner-ups because I have something very special for you. But their name is Jazzy. They go as Pip and Punk on the internet and they had just a hilarious review. It really just blew us away. We just couldn't believe how funny and creative it was. And they're here right now. Jazzy, congratulations. You're our big winner. Oh my God. So exciting. So I want to know, like, what's your D&D origin story? How did you, how'd you get into the whole D&D world? Peak COVID. And, you know, everyone was inside. There's just nothing to do. And I just sort of stumbled across like games online. I've seen my friends like doing art of it. And I was like, hey, you know what? I want to do that. And um, basically spiraled into being that D&D friend for everyone. It's just something I never stop talking about. Can't relate. I can't relate at all to that. <laughs> it's become a problem at this point. But Just launch a podcast and then become like really uh, painful to talk to all the time because all you do is talk about the podcast. That's a good way to spice it up. Tell me about your first ever character. Oh, my God. Oh, she she's quite literally everything to me. Um, she was a tiefling warlock bard named Misha. Ooh, I like it. I don't even know how to talk about her because she started off as this cool and cutesy character who mm-hmm. um who's just trying to make her way in the world right and then spiraled into making a pact with like an evil god of course that's what you do <laughs> yeah you know as you do 
um, Spiral made a pact with an evil god, um, lost her lover, and then went even further down the spiral. Love this. Yeah, she she's someone like she's a character I hold super dear to my heart. Mm, you must. What was uh, what was her charisma score? I had so many bonuses. I think it was probably twenty. It has to be right. I would I would expect nothing less from what you've described. <laughs> I remember making because she was super good with all her charisma rules. She had like at least plus fourteen <laughs> to some of the. Yeah, it was actually insane. Because I basically passed anything related to her charisma rules. And is that campaign, is that still going? Has that finished? It is still going. I started playing in 2021, but now I play a different character because she may or may not have got sent to hell. Maybe. Um, How will we ever know? Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, from that campaign, I play a Gloomstalker Ranger now. Ooh. Who used to be friends with Misha, yada, yada sort of thing. Connected universe. I like it. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, so thank you so much for listening to Sounds Like Adventure and thank you so much for entering the giveaway. Um, so um, there's a bunch of stuff here. Unfortunately, the deck of many things, Wizards, they've, they've delayed it <laughs> for everyone. So um, not just you, but we will get it to you soon. But out of the other bits and pieces, what are you sort of most excited for with the giveaway? I think, look, I, I will just say it now. I have a dice problem. <laughs> I, I, I have at least 30 sets at home right now. <laughs> and I am always welcome for more. Um, those ducky ones. Oh, I love them so much. They look so adorable. I knew. Yeah. I, I had a, I had a <laughs> feeling. I had a feeling. Um, I, I, and by the way, I just I, I want you to reframe your mindset around what you've called a dice problem. Okay. <laughs> you like supporting small businesses is what you like to do. I do. I really do. So this is a positive thing, not a crippling financial problem like it is for myself. Yeah, not at all. Let me see. (laughs) Let me just grab these ones. Here they are. I'll put them up on the camera. Uh, These ones are so cute. That's us. It's it's crushing me to have to give these away. (laughs) I love having little friends inside the dice, you know. Once again, congratulations. And thank you so much for listening to Sounds Like Adventure. Of course. Thank you for having me. And there you have it. Our major prize winner, Pippin Punk, and our three runner-ups, Sociocerebral, Barbara Farletti, and X-Ray Imagery. Congratulations. But hey, the good stuff doesn't stop there. So if you didn't take home a prize this time, don't despair because there's going to be so many great opportunities. We're going to do more giveaways in the future. So just keep an eye on our socials, keep an eye on the podcast feed and you'll get other chances. But what I want to offer you right now is this. We're going to be reaching out to everyone who submitted an entry for the competition. And we're going to give you the chance to name an NPC for Sounds Like Adventure. So this will just be a side character and your name will just get added to my massive list of crazy names. But this is your chance to have a lasting impact on Sounds Like Adventure. So keep an eye on your DMs because they're coming your way. We want your names and we want them now. But hey, coming up very soon is episode seven of Sounds Like Adventure, the second last episode of season one, coming up on Tuesday, two days. So make sure you tune in so you don't miss out on what happens with Otis. How can he find his way out of this situation with Indifference Jones? But hey, in the meantime, I'll catch you next week for episode seven of Sounds Like Adventure.